This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1053. Can this ruin your IELTS Part 3 speaking score? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. One of our listeners shared an experience on her IELTS speaking exam, which threw her off. Listen in today so you can expect this examiner action and not make the same mistake. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Aubrey, how are you today? I am excellent. I have a fun day planned. We're going to, my neighbors have this um, indoor theater and we're going to watch Signs. You ever seen the movie Signs? It's Signs. an M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. Is that the one with Mel Gibson? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> you don't like it? <sighs> I liked the movie. I did oh, like the movie when it came out. Me. I believe that is before M. Night Shyamalan became sort of a joke. Because it's like every one of his movies has this like twist at the Big end. Twist. And he sort of like started following his own sh- like M. Night formula. But sure. I remember Signs being actually quite good. I just so good. have feelings about Mel Gibson. Uh, it's I, I get can't that. I get that. watch him anymore. Mm. Ah, anyway. I just have to divorce my feelings for an actor from the movie. Like, I don't think totally. about their personal life at all, or there's a lot of movies I wouldn't watch. I know. Right? I just can't. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Anyway, guys, today we are here to talk about IELTS, not Mel Gibson. Um, we are answering a question from a student today, a student who recently took the IELTS exam, guys, and she had an experience on the speaking test and she wanted to ask our expert opinion about this experience. Guys, listen up because you really need to know what to expect on test day because one of the issues I think is like you guys can prepare, you can prepare so hard, like you can prepare so well, but if you're not sure what the examiner might do or what the examiner's rules are for behavior, and they do something that throws you off, and you end up panicking in part three, let's say, for example, you're leaving the examiner with that panicked impression, right? Like, we don't want to do that. So guys, listen up today, get this insider peek into the speaking exam. Okay, so I'm going to read her email. Her name is Zara. Hi, Zara. If you're watching. (laughs) Oh, guys, this is also on YouTube. In case you're you're wondering why we are um, waving to someone on an audio (laughs) podcast medium, it is also via video. 
Yes, you can find it on YouTube on the IELTS Energy TV channel. Okay, so she wrote, I would like to share something weird that happened during my speaking test. I just took my IELTS speaking, which had been going quite smooth and well, though something out of my expectation happened. I was answering questions in part three, and then in the middle of one of them, the examiner interrupted me, trying to connect with me more. Mm. That's where I lost my control over my thoughts and threw a word in my own language. It was the equivalent to it means in English. Then he stopped for a while and got shocked while he was giggling a bit, and he tried to make me calm by resuming our conversation. Now I am wondering if this issue can affect my score. Really good question. This is so interesting. You know, Zara, you you really provided a lot of your own insight, right? You really demonstrated your self-awareness as a student there because you are exactly right, Zara. The reason why he interrupted you and asked you another question was because he was trying to connect with you. So here's what happens in part three, you guys. Um, there is a script that the examiner has to follow. Guys, if you've taken the IELTS speaking exam, you know what I'm talking about. The examiner has a booklet in front of them, and it is our job to read everything word for word and follow everything to the letter. Like, we're not even allowed to respond and think we are confer. So you think we are confirming what you're saying. Like, Examiners aren't supposed to be like, mm-hmm, yes. Examiners are not supposed to do that, okay? That's considered like giving you feedback on your answers, which we can't do. This comes into question in speaking part three, however, because part of the examiner's job in speaking part three is to develop a conversation with you. We are supposed to ask you our own questions. So it's more of a conversation and less of just like question, answer, question, answer, like in speaking part one. Now, here's here's another thing though. If the examiner is new, the examiner won't do that because it's so hard to keep your scores and your mistakes and your good things. And it's so hard to keep that all in our head while trying to think of our own questions in part three. So newer examiners won't do that. They're just going to read the questions that are in the booklet. Or you might get someone that starts trying to do it, but is sort of awkward at it. Totally. they're having a hard time transitioning into that, right? For sure. Every examiner has that phase. I did. Totally. You're like, I know I'm supposed to ask questions, but I can't. It's so hard to think of everything. Um, But this case, Aubrey, he sounds like an experienced examiner. I think so too, right? He, instead of just cutting her off to ask the next question. He was able to stop here to ask her something where he's building a rapport, a rapport, right? Mm -hmm. So the tricky thing is, just like you said, Jessica, is being prepared for that, being ready for that, not letting that throw you off and see that as, oh no, what's happening? Something's different than I expected, right? That's the goal is to be ready. First of all, expect things to happen that you didn't expect and just don't let it throw you off. Be ready to handle that and keep going. But also find out as much as you can, like you're already in the right place listening to our podcast because you get all these insider tips, but find out everything you can about the speaking exam so that you're not surprised when something like that happens. Exactly, exactly. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It sounds like this student was significantly thrown off, though, on the exam, right? Because the this student, Zara, said that she short, she sort of panicked a little bit, right? She said she lost control over her own thoughts, and then she threw in a filler phrase from her first language. So now the question is, does that affect her score? It can. I mean... Obviously, it depends on how well she did in part one and part two, which, according to Zara, was quite well. So one little slip up in part three is not going to completely destroy your whole whole score, right? If she was able to come back, which it sounded like she did because the examiner was so good. The examiner knew, like, okay, she's just having a little brain hiccup here. So the examiner laughed a little bit and then tried to reassure her and resumed the conversation. So I think because this is an experienced examiner, I don't think this is going to affect your score, Zara. Unless you are like already floating between an eight and a nine, then this little slip up would like not allow you to get that nine for fluency, right? Um, but if you're between like six, seven, seven point five, this is fine. Like it's just like a momentary blip on the screen that shouldn't affect your overall score. If, of course, you came back from that and you were able to finish strong, right? Um, so let's say that this happens to you guys on the test, right? And you you get a little shocked, your mind goes blank, you say a couple words in your first language. Aubrey, what can a student say to come back from that? Yeah, use a native natural phrase to tell the examiner what that meant in your language, right? Totally, you can sort of chuckle that's great. And say like, oh, that means it means in Chinese, in Arabic, whatever your first language is. And then continue with your phrase in English, right? It totally. means elephant, whatever the rest of the sentence was, right? <laughs> what if there's a, some language in the world where elephant is a filler phrase? I would absolutely <laughs> adore that. Guys. Comment on the YouTube video, okay? Remember, guys, this podcast is also on a video on IELTS Energy TV. I want to hear a translation of what you think might be an interesting filler phrase in your language that, like, it sounds totally normal to you. So normal, maybe it even loses its meaning because people say it all the time. But in English, if you translate it, it's kind of weird. Tell us about it on IELTS Energy TV, guys. This is episode 1053. So guys, last note here. Of course, you don't want this to happen to you. You don't want a moment, a moment of panic. So that's why, guys, it is so important to not practice the speaking test in isolation. You cannot practice this by yourself. You need someone to challenge you in a conversational way with tough topics, right? Like in speaking part three. So of course, 
practicing with teachers like Aubrey and me. Um, that's the best way. If you're a three keys student, allersenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Um, but if you have a friend who is an English speaker, Throw around some weird questions with each other. Try and throw each other off. Um, look up conversation prompts on Google. You can get some crazy questions. But the point is you have to practice the back and forth with another person before the exam. Um, guys, we also have a free quiz that you can take to find out if you are ready to take the exam. Aubrey, where can students find our free IELTS quiz? Yes, allearsenglish.com slash my score. And don't forget, guys, that also gives you free resources, right? You take this quick quiz, find out what you would get if you took IELTS today, and you get free resources. Jessica, a former examiner created just for your level. So that's a win-win, right? You know you're studying something that's right at your level. Totally, totally. So allersenglish.com slash my score, guys. All right, Aubrey. Um, I think this is very useful for future test takers out there. For sure. I'm excited that everyone listening, like if this happens to you on test day, now it won't trip you up. So thank you, Zara, for sharing your experience yes. so that we can let people know, expect this. Don't let it throw you off. Stay on track. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, have a wonderful day. I'll see you yes. tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.